This episode of Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked on Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Ogumbawale, for the win! You are Locked on Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball with your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. I'm sure you've already listened to Monday's show with Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Audibert, who broke down the NCAA Women's National Championship game. And congratulations to the Stanford Cardinal. They outlast Arizona. Gabe Ibrahim and I on Monday's show of Locked On Today broke that down. You'll hear a little bit more from Locked On Today from Monday at the end of this show. But if you haven't listened to the recap, check that out for all the analysis. On Tuesday's episode, I'm going to do things a little bit differently. I was testing out Twitter spaces for the first time. I've been on a few Twitter spaces hosted by Christina Williams, but I was trying it out for size myself, my first my first uh, solo voyage, if you will. And um, I was joined by some pretty awesome company for a pregame show, none other than Jackie Powell of The Next, Jasmine Baker, the curator of culture, as I like to say, a.k.a. We Got Game 2, and the youngest reporter in the women's basketball circuit, Pepper Pursley. And those three joined me for pregame. So in the first segment, we're going to hear pregame and a little bit of the first quarter. Yes, I sat and live streamed my reactions to the entire national championship game inspired by Katie Nolan and the sports podcast. They did a few years ago now, I guess, uh, back when going to live games was a thing. Although I guess it's becoming a thing again. Looking at you, Texas, Colorado, especially in baseball. I digress. But, um, and I thought it was the coolest idea. Live reactions from sports journalists. We cover games day to day and have to be stuffy and there's no cheering in the press box and uh, you can't be a fan. Well, I'm... I wasn't a fan, and I am not a fan of neither Arizona nor Stanford as far as a true blue, diehard, wear-the-jersey fan. Not a fan of either team, didn't go to either team, no association to those Pac-12 teams, but I love basketball. I love watching women's basketball. I love watching college basketball. So yes, I am guilty of being a fan of the NCAA National Championship game. So I want to bring you some of that excitement. Hopefully you'll enjoy. But again, we will kick off with a pregame analysis featuring Jackie, Jasmine, and Pepper. And then I'll play you, (laughs) you know, usually this is a 30 to 45 minute show, so I'm not going to give you my entire watch party, but I will give you some of the things that I was 
watching in real time and my analysis of the game. So hopefully this is fun. As I, hopefully this is fun. Uh, you know, forgive some of the technical difficulties. I was using Twitter Spaces and also recording via StreamYard, live streaming on Twitch, uh, which I usually use for women's hockey coverage. But if you follow at Founding4, the number four, pod, P-O-D, you can see the video that accompanies the audio clips that you're going to hear here. But uh, without further ado, let's get into my pregame hosted on Twitter Spaces with Jasmine Baker, Jackie Powell, and Pepper Persley. People are being able to interact. Um, in past Final Fours, we have not been, you either go to a game, right? Or you're on the phone talking to somebody about it, and now we're able to do it in real time as far as Twitter is concerned, all types of social media, um, and I think it's one of those things because so many people couldn't go this year, mm. you kind of have that. And I know people are wanting to hear my take on the teams that play, but I think everybody's take is pretty much going to be the same. We're excited to see this new crop of talent. We're excited to see Arizona come out of virtually nowhere, even though a lot of people have known about Arizona for a minute. Um, you know, kind of come out of nowhere and, you know, put on a entire show these girls okay yes yeah indeed and Jackie I want to bring you in on this um and then Pepper we'll come back to you so you can give us your take on that Stanford South Carolina game because I know that was the one you were able to watch but um Jackie (laughs) first uh just you uh going riffing off of what Jasmine gave us and then how do you think if at all that translated into that that first game that we saw in particular the first game was it was so defensive, to be quite honest. I mean, you had a couple of offensive standouts from Zaya Cook and um, Haley Jones, but it was so gritty. And I just, I mean, you could argue that that reflects on both of the head coaches. Mm-hmm. I mean, Don Staley was such a gritty basketball player, and Tara Vanderveer is a legend herself who prides, um, you know, the, or she's had a history of having players on her team who go to the WNBA and who are known as hard workers. I mean, Neko Agumake, Chanae Agumake, Erica McCall, who has worked her butt off to get, uh, to be um, on the Mystics. So I think you just saw that grit in that game. I think that's that's really what I take away. And just so much respect between both Vanderveer and Don Staley. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and it translated to the players too. Yes. You saw in that last moment when Aaliyah Boston missed that that putback. Immediately after it happened, you saw Haley Jones and Fran Belibi just rush to her. Like the, yeah, they were happy that they won, but it was more Like, this is our sister. We love her. And we want to show her some respect and give her some love. And, you know, when we talk about the WNBA, we talk about that sisterhood, right? I mean, they 
there's a lot of competitiveness and then there's some pettiness. But then when it's all said and done, they're united for a reason. And, and it was really cool to see that come together on the college side. Um, but Pepper, you heard a little bit about what Jackie just said about the respect, about the grittiness, the defense. You know Auntie loves defense. What were some of your notes from that first semifinal? Uh, well, firstly, I totally agree with Jackie. I mean, just I, I took away a lot of the same things, just about the defense. You know, the, but I was, like, in a press conference recently. Coach Vanderveer said that she, like, is not – um, gonna like hide that she recruits like plays for offense and she's very offensive minded. But I think what's really interesting about that game was that defense was the key to it because we know South Carolina as a gritty, like a great defensive team that like in their last game against Texas hold them held them from scoring in the fourth quarter. So we already knew that they were like an incredible defensive team. Um but, but, but just noticing that um, Stanford, that was sort of an offensive team going into that, could lift up their defense um, and, you know, just be such um, – have pretty good defense. But then I, I actually went to the press conference, and I asked Coach Vanderveer about that. Um, and she said that she was really impressed with her bigs defense, but her guard defense would need to be better. And that's definitely true now that they're going up against Erin McDonald. I mean, she's incredible on both sides of the floor, and I'm really interested to see how they can defend her. The defense deployed by Stanford on Erin McDonald was very much so a storyline of the national championship game. Coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball, we'll hear a little bit more from Jasmine, Jackie, and Pepper, and then I'll take you into my first half live reactions to Stanford versus Arizona. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite sport. Now, I've downloaded Locker Room. I've been checking it out because um, I know that we have some of our Locked On hosts that are on Locker Room. What I like about Locker Room versus some of the other audio apps is that there's a chat function. You can win gems for having good takes, kind of like, uh, I guess it's around the horn on ESPN. And of course, it's social. Great for things like watch parties, which is, of course, this episode. Um, and I, I wish I would have had more of a following on Locker Room before I did this episode, because the other cool thing from a host perspective is that you can record. You can record the conversation and use it in podcasting later. So what we want you to do is check out our sponsor. Go download the Locker Room app now, currently available on, on all iOS devices. And be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join one of the NBA women's sports groups for the latest updates. While you're there, Follow me on Locker Room at elindsay08. That's E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-0-8. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. 
RockAuto.com is the family-owned business that has been serving auto customers online for 20 years. You can find everything from control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. All you have to do is head to rockauto.com. Not only can you find whatever you need from whatever manufacturer, but the prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals as do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle. Type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We're going to get into my live reactions of the game shortly, but I really wanted to. Um, give you a little bit more from our live conversation with Pepper Persley, Jasmine Baker, and Jackie Powell, because these are amazing voices in the women's basketball space, and they had some pretty interesting things to say about the exit of UConn and, of course, the national championship matchup. So let's go back to my live pregame conversation from Sunday's championship against the Arizona Wildcats and the Stanford Cardinal. Jackie, I want to have you chime in here. You know, I wrote that UConn uh, postgame story, and uh, it seemed as though UConn really admitted that they weren't ready for Arizona. Gino Ariema attributing some of that to just the immaturity of his team. What are your thoughts about that? And is that what you saw in UConn versus that Arizona game? Yes, that is exactly what I saw. And that's exactly what I predicted, which is, is wild because there were some conversations in the next, excuse me, I'm like fumbling my words here, in the next uh, Slack channel. And I was like, you know... I'm not sure if UConn's defense is mature enough for Ari McDonald. And lo and behold, they were not. Um, <laughs> so what I really saw was UConn had an advantage in the post. They did, and they never took advantage of it. I mean, mm. I was sort of like, why don't you feed the ball inside to Aaliyah Edwards, who I believe just is not talked about enough. You know, Olivia Nelson Adota has been inconsistent. I think that's a good word for her performance. But Aaliyah Edwards just all season long had this energy. And I just felt like maybe if she was fed some touches, that could have ignited what UConn was trying to do. Because they do have more sides. Um, but, I mean, defense wins championships, as we all know. And Arizona was ready. And Ari McDonald, I mean, I will never forget when PJ Brown said in a, uh, a next subscriber event... We were talking about Black mm -hmm. History Month and just overall Black excellence in general. Mm -hmm. And so she says, she says, well, 
why aren't we talking about Ari McDonald when we're talking about the best point guards in um, the college game? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And that, <laughs> right? And that yeah. shocked me. I was like, I was like, yeah. You know, we've been going back and forth between Paige Beckers and Caitlin Clark. And, you know, those two are phenomenal. And I don't want anyone to interpret what I'm saying is hate for the two of them because it's not. But we should have been lifting up Ari McDonald in the way in which we were lifting those two up. Talking about coverage and consistent coverage of not just one or two presumed superstars in women's basketball, but all of the fantastic and elite level, not just players, not just coaches, but teams that we see. And, you know, I know that, you know, Jasmine, you know, if we listen to certain WNBA players, they'd be letting us know that there is some serious bias when it comes to the lack of coverage that the Pac-12 gets. Well, not today, not this year. 2020 might still be plagued with Rona, but it is not short of Pac-12. 12 teams in the championship game. Hello. So let's talk a little bit about that. I just want to say that I kind of accidentally fell in love with the Pac-12 because for some reason we had the Pac-12 network and from Kelsey Plum, just watching her, like for one of my birthdays, I had a a cake with her face on it. And I'm serious about that. Like I, for some reason, well, not for some reason, but like I fell in love with the Pac-12. Because there was Kelsey Plum, there was Serena Inescu, and now there's Ari McDonald, and there's so many just incredible players that come out of there. Um, and Stanford, like, and that school is incredible. Like, we, we talk about, oh, all the Yukons of the world um, and and all the Baylors of the world, but when you, you come to think of it, the Pac-12 is so underrated, but there's so many great players in the WNBA now that are from the Pac-12. People just don't think about that for some reason. After I had the honor of filling in for Peter Burkowski, he is back as your daily host of Locked On Today. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Peter Burkowski is your host, and he provides updates on the latest news in every major sport with the help of local experts. We had Gabe Ibrahim on Monday's show. Go check it out by following Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Jackie, what are you expecting? Let's just start with the first half. What will um, each team need to dominate the first half? Oh, my God. Well, I imagine that both teams are going to be feeling each other out um, in the first half. Um, This could be a game where the two halves don't look like the other or it could be a game where it's just so close the entire time to be honest i'm hoping for the latter there's a lot of size in there so if if ari can make the threes she's been making i'd say that's a key offensively for arizona all right let's send it over to you pepper what are your keys for the first half for both teams all right, so I think we've we've talked about Ari McDonald so much, but with Anna Wilson on Ari, I don't know, because in her last games, um, Ari was 3 of 18 and 8 of 24 and had 12 and 20 points against Stanford. So I don't know um, if that's Anna Wilson or just in general their defense. 
So, but if they're going to lock her down like they did in those other games, um, Arizona's going to need some other people to step up. So I think that'll be the key for them in the first half for sure um, and in the second half as well. And also, um, how will Arizona defend Haley Jones' new three-point shot? All right, Jasmine, you've heard what Jackie had to say. You've heard what Pepper has to say. What would you like to say when it comes to what both teams will need to be successful in the first half? Um, I think with Stanford, they have to just do what they've been doing all season. I think uh, Arizona is the one that has to, obviously, they're the ones who are going to have to come out as aggressive as aggressively as they did against UConn. I mean, they, they talked about it several times, just about how they just did not let up. I think it's, a, I think it's always key for any team that beats UConn. Come out aggressive in that first half and keep that same momentum because the problem has been in the past, teams will keep up with UConn just fine in the first half. Second half, they just, you know, deflate. And I feel like if they can especially be aggressive and keep breaking the trouble um, early on, they, they really do stand a chance of winning this whole thing and completely blowing everyone to mind. <laughs> yeah, I think you all made some excellent points. As for me in the first half, I really am going to be looking at, <laughs> surprise, defense. Hello. Y'all know I love some good defense, and I think both of these teams have showed that they can be successful about uh, against presumptive uh, championship contenders by having good defense. I'm also going to be looking, though, in the first half at defense as far as these two teams know each other very well. Mm -hmm. As we mentioned, it's an all Pac-12 national championship and credit to the Pac-12 network who actually was re-airing some of the some of their games from this season including their last one um so it was it was really interesting to see that Arizona has if we're keeping it a buck has been blown out by Stanford in the history of this of these two matchups but they have gotten progressively better over time and there is nothing bigger than the NCAA national championship stage I am very excited to see what Arizona in particular is going to do we know that they came out saying listen we have nothing to lose they they weren't in the hype video so no one was expecting halfway didn't even know they were there if you were going by the NCAA hype video so there was nothing to lose i wonder if that energy though is going to be different this is there's some pride there's some pac12 pride on the line tonight and i want to end on this quick note this is this is a, a quote from Ari McDonald. Or excuse me, Ari McDonald. Yes, we're going to play every game like it's like it's for y'all, like it's for all of us. So to my teammates, this is that moment. We're in here, and everybody else, man, y'all got a problem to worry about. Ooh See, we didn't even get to the middle finger controversy, but that has that same as our friend Ari Chambers would say, energy. Hello. <laughs> All right, now you'll hear my first half reactions. Stanford versus Arizona for the NCAA 2021 National Championship. Oh, man, they're playing DMX. DMX up in here. DMX 
from the YO, 914 holding it down. Unfortunately, he's hospitalized right now. Wishing the best for DMX. Game on, game on. Stanford up by one, four, three, 740 left in the first quarter. I think it's gonna be pretty close in the first half. I think, again, Stanford has the edge, but we saw that uh, with that South Carolina game, it came right down to the wire. Ari McDonald. Woo! Air ball there. Ari McDonald really off kilter. Stanford doing a good job keeping her off balance. That's too bad. That's a missed opportunity there for Arizona. Two back-to-back -back turnovers by Stanford, and they cannot convert. 31-24 as the time ticks away. Five, four, three, two, one. I don't think they're going to get it off again. Stanford can't get a shot off at the buzzer. We saw them have a shot clock violation in the first quarter. They end the half not able to get a shot up, but they do lead 31-24, so we will see. I'm going to step away for a little bit here, but make sure you are headed over to Pepper Persley. She joined me pregame on Twitter Spaces for Locked On Women's Basketball, and she's going to be hosting her very own halftime show, so we're going to make sure we support Pepper, and we will be right back. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Now football and now NCAA might be over, but we're getting ready for baseball and NHL is in full swing headed to the playoffs. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows and reality TV. You get real-time updates on odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. For our third and final segment, we come back second half of this wild national championship game between the Arizona Wildcats and the Stanford Cardinal, both from the Pac-12. Let's go. Stanford up by 10. I think this is their largest lead so far. It's getting out of control. We've only had four lead changes so far, but Stanford is really, is really taking this one so far. Arizona's gonna have to figure something out. They took that time out just now. Wow. Adia Barnes had to breast pump during halftime. That's wild. That's wild. Yep, absolutely right. Erin definitely needs to find her game. More so, she needs to help her teammates find their game. She's pressing. Arizona with the ball. They're getting into the paint. They're just not getting a good look. 
Oh, forces that pass. Oh my goodness. Missed everything. You have to hit something. You have to hit the iron. You have to hit the backboard. Thinking you're going to get a foul. They're calling it. They're letting them play. Arizona, they have to get points in the paint. They have to get points. They have no points in the paint. It's it's wild. Oof, that looked like a foul. But it ends up being a turnover for Arizona. Oh, air ball. All right, that was a bad sequence. That was a bad sequence for both teams. They got to settle in. 41-33, Stanford with the lead. Two Pac-12 teams playing in the national championship of the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament. Ari getting a... She, Ari gets a, a, a foul there. Uh-oh. Hull looks like she's a little banged up. Ari is small, but she's mighty. She's solid. She's solid muscle. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Follow the Locked On NBA Draft podcast on Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Another. Oh man, you hate to see this whole is uh, sitting off to the side with the trainer as Ari McDonald makes the, the second free throw, missed the first one, 41-34 in favor of Stanford with 3.48 left in the third quarter of the national championship, NCAA Women's National Championship in San Antonio, Texas. Arizona with the steal, got to convert here. Woo, there it is. Arizona's coming. They're down five. Arizona hasn't scored in the fourth quarter. We're already at the 755 mark. Oof. Arizona. They're being forced to the perimeter. They're not making their shots. They had a really good end to the third quarter, but have been dry in this fourth. Haley Jones, let's go! A 6-0 run. Stanford has already had two 10-0 runs. Now a 6-0 run to start the fourth quarter. Arizona's got to figure something out. Got to figure something out. Oh, that's a big shot. Ari McDonald, is she getting going? 49-44, five-point game. With 6.08 left in the fourth quarter. Good pass. Woo! Good feed down low. And so Arizona finally breaks the half century mark. 51 44 for the Stanford Cardinal. Ooh. I probably should have been a foul, to be honest, because Wilson did not have, uh, I don't think Wilson had uh, established her position, but got hit, you know, looks like knee to thigh. That's going to be a bruise. That's going to be a bruise for sure. 
Okay. Okay. It's getting crazy. It's getting crazy, folks. Stanford is under the gun here because they've really felt the pressure of Arizona's defense, and they've turned the ball over a number of times, including down the stretch. 24, 23, 22, 15 on the clock. Stanford is holding. Ooh, I am stressed. I am stressed. Oh, oh! Shot clock violation! Shot clock violation! But that's exactly what we've been seeing. You could not bank on Stanford getting a shot. Regardless of the fact that they've been really great in the paint, they have not been able to convert down the stretch. Arizona has been stifling with their defense. And a shot clock violation! Are you kidding me? Ooh, it looks like... Arizona will have just over six seconds. They're calling a timeout, which means they get to advance the basketball. They have timeouts to give. I think Stanford, Stanford has no fouls to give. Oh, oh, this is stressful. We will close this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball with the last 6.1 seconds of the national championship game from Sunday, the Arizona Wildcats versus the Stanford Cardinal playing for all the Pac-12 and NCAA women's basketball glory. Here we go. Oh, only 5.5. I thought it was more time. I thought it was more time than that. 54, 53, 5.5 seconds left. Stanford leads by one in the championship game. That's what I was saying, see? Okay, now it's at 6.1. I, I was like, 5.5 doesn't even look right. Good good check by Adia Barnes there. Don't know if we'll need these seconds, these tenths of a second. Inbound, Arizona, down by one. They have timeouts, they gotta get the ball in. Oh boy. Wow, Stanford. Oh, Arizona doesn't get a shot off. That's terrible. Oh, there it goes. Ari, heartbroken. It came a little slower than what we saw from Aaliyah Boston. Heartbroken. What a finish. Wow. Wow. What a game by Arizona. Within 1.6.1 seconds, but neither team, neither team could get a shot when they needed one down the stretch. This is a game where you hang on for dear life. Wow. Every second earned by Stanford, but nothing, nothing to be disappointed in if you're Arizona. Wow. 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 
but Stanford did exactly what they'd been doing all game. They closed in on Ari, on Ari McDonald. That's who you want to have the basketball, but they needed to do maybe like a stacked, uh, a stacked screen to get her an open look. You gotta get her an open look. There were three players on her. Wow, 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 wow. What a game. What a game. Well, thank you so much to my women's hockey community for watching this live with me. What a game. Um, congratulations to the Stanford Cardinal and Tara Vanderveer on winning the 2021 national title. We lost out on 2020 because of COVID. Coming back, Stanford being a nomadic team because their county shut down all sports activities. They were on the road, playing here, playing there, and now they are national champions. Thank you, Women's Pro Hockey to Seattle. Your support, not just tonight, but always means so much to me. I hope you enjoyed that. I got another women's hockey story on the Seattle Crack Kraken website. Let's go. But thank you for this. Next few watch parties will be for Women's Worlds. And guess what? On my birthday, May 8th, it's USA versus Finland in the preliminary round. So you bet we'll be right back here on Twitch. But as always, if you're not already doing so, follow the Founding Four podcast. I also want to thank everyone that has been supportive of my GoFundMe. I am covering Beijing 2022, and I'm so excited. Over $4,000 raised towards my goal. That is definitely going to cover my first deposit for accommodations. So thank you so much. But for right now, Erica Lindsay Ayala signing out. Congratulations to the Sanford Cardinals. Peace out, everybody.